Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. Hi, I'm Matt. Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. Through creative content and live shows, we explain the hidden details of the Disney experience so that our clients can execute memorable adventures. Together with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel, we have helped hundreds of clients plan, book, and prepare for magical Disney vacations. Let our experience help you avoid common planning mistakes and maximize the enjoyment on your next Disney trip. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Matt with the DPI Podcast. Uh, like I said, we've got a really good show. Um, wait for Peter to jump on the teams. I thought he was here, but apparently he's not. Let's try this again. Rejoin. See if he just didn't didn't connect the first time. I know we've got something going on at 8, so we're going to be on here for about 45 minutes tonight uh, talking some Disney news. If you saw the title of tonight's... Um, tonight's show um kind of on the fence with what's going on with um with disney and everything as far as the possible sale to apple so you know Iger has done a couple of interviews um was on squawk box last week on cnbc and there, there's a lot of things coming up as far as, you know, what does the consolidation of the, um, the, the television side mean? What does, what does a lot of things mean? I mean, they're looking to get rid of ESPN in some form or fashion, or at least subsidize it out in some form or fashion and that looks better uh, it, just a lot of different things going on so just uh, working through that and, and talking a little bit about what that could mean going forward you know we've got a lot of the things you know as far as cuts to the parks but what could be coming back what's gonna be around so no it's it's really really cool um so china lee hey thanks for joining us over on twitch today um appreciate you having there make sure you hit that uh, follow button which it looks like you did great just uh just good to get some new followers over here it's talking about new followers let's talk about over on youtube elizabeth declan and michael haney Thank you for subscribing over on the YouTube channel this week. There's been quite a few more. Um, just 
a lot of an anonymous subs still over there, whether it's bots or whatever. We're still just getting a lot of anonymous subs. So, sounds like Peter is jumping on. There he is. I see him now. So, he's about ready over there, and we will jump into the news. If you guys do have any questions, definitely throw them in the chat or, uh, you know, message them to us over on Twitch if you're over on Twitch. You know, whatever. Just uh, let us know your questions, that kind of stuff, and then uh, we will uh, answer them live on the show if we have the answers. If we don't, um, which I would be very, very surprised if we don't, uh, we will find the answer and we'll get to you as soon as we can. So, um, looks like Peter's about ready to go. So, um, China, I'm going to jump off of that whisper real quick and get into the show with... Uh, Mr. Salvadori from Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel. What am I doing? There we go. Mr. Salvadori, how you doing? Tired. Tired. It seems to be a pretty common sentiment right now. Um, got those subscriber alerts going across real quick. Um, so, 15 minutes of news. I want to jump into it real quick so we've got good time for the top three tonight. So let's go ahead and jump into the news. Got a 15 minute timer and we are ready to go. So I really wanted to start with this whole conversation that Iger had with um, this guy on CNBC last week and really how there seems to be a feeling that Disney is ready to let go of kind of that media conglomerate that they've accumulated over the years, whether it's ABC or FX or Freeform, that kind of stuff. It sounds like that those entities are on the table. Um, and it sounds like it might be in a way that they're trying to buy the rest of Hulu that was um part of that so you know what are your thoughts on that and what do you think kind of bleeds into the parks because of that because of the idea that they're gonna kind of restructure their holdings yeah i mean what 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 do you think what do you think kind of comes of the parks division because of that well, I mean, obviously, um, you know, I kind of mentioned this last week. Uh, I, I think what's kind of happened to Disney essentially is they're suffering from, you know, uh, just I, I get being too big, right? Yeah. Like in, in any corporation, in any company, the larger you get, the more waste there is just inherently uh, as a result of just, you know, just too many people uh, or positions that have been created but not really vetted recently. And and so, you know, we've kind of seen that with these layoffs of the idea that a whole bunch of people are kind of getting let go because they need to restructure things because there's a lot of waste. And so then when you get to a company the size of Disney, I mean, imagine how much waste there is up the line and when it all comes down to it, the people who, um, you know, are working the hardest are, in many cases, you know, the, the least compensated for it. Um, so I, I think it's smart because it also takes care of the, I don't know, 
it's it's funny because the company's not even red, right? It's just less black than normal. Yeah, there, yeah. There are areas that are red, and it's just slightly less black than normal, and like everybody's freaking out. Um, but I mean, if if dropping off some things creates some um, you know influx of cash to where we can hopefully see. I mean, my biggest hope is that in all of this, the parks have gotten a little bit too expensive. And I mentioned that last week. The parks have gotten a bit too expensive and you're just not getting as much as you used to. Yeah. So, so you know, I'm I'm, kind of on the same page with you. To me, it almost, you know, when Iger had his first go around, you saw a, a pretty big expansion in parks. You know, Bob Bob was building things and doing that kind of stuff. I think that if you cut away some of the bloats, and when you, when you think about the bloat right now, it's it's these TV studios and that kind of stuff that are, are really kind of the ball and chain for Disney right now and, and where they're losing their money. When you look at the Disney Plus stuff and that kind of stuff, that's where their losses are coming from, and the parks are making up for it right now. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the the Disney Plus, you know, Disney Plus is a great platform. But let's be completely honest: if you don't own all those other holdings, and then you rent out Disney movies on contracts to all these other streaming services, you make significantly more money than if you just charge your subscribers, you know, whatever seventy seventy five dollars a year. For, you know, you make a heck of a lot more money renting, name a movie, right? Renting yeah. Matilda to Netflix for six months, right? Yeah, yeah. And Well, and that's the thing, you know, with, with what happened in India where they had that that big influx of those those really cheap subscriptions. And then when those really cheap subscriptions turned over to really expensive subscriptions, they basically lost all of them, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, it goes to show that, you know, maybe maybe the money and maybe the thought process is let's, let's step back, let's focus on what we're good at, and that's the parks, and let's put some money into the parks. And, you know, if, if that means, hey, expansion of Disneyland, expansion to a fifth gate in the world, a few more new hotels around the world, you know, that makes a big difference to the park goers and and in the end it might be a good thing so you know i i think i think this whole thing unless it becomes a wholesale sell which i don't know that it would ever be a wholesale sell to where hey we're gonna sell everything off to apple or something like that including the parks division i don't know that that ever happens but i mean I think that rumor's been out there a few times, and it's something that, you know, I think has to be addressed. You know, it would make sense for the uh, all of those other production studios to be ripped off, right? Keep Disney Animation Studios, keep Pixar, and keep the parks, and rip yourself back down to what you do and what you do well, and that is make family-friendly animated movies and uh, have really good parks centered around those family-friendly experiences. Um, Like them having Marvel, them having Star Wars, as much as I love all the new Star Wars content, now that they've they've built that into their parks, so 
it does kind of at this point make sense to keep Lucasfilms and the Star Wars franchise as part of their intellectual property. But, you know, maybe Marvel doesn't make a whole lot of sense because we can agree that the Marvel market, since they bought it, has kind of oversaturated and very, uh, very lackluster you know, things are coming out, and it's almost white noise at this point on the Marvel Universe side. It, I used to watch is. every single thing in theaters, and now I I couldn't tell you how many of the last phase that I've missed. It is, but if you dropped an Avengers campus in every park that didn't have one, there'd be a huge demand. So, I mean, they, yeah, they are getting to the point where, A, the, where they are on the timeline is is very confusing if you aren't caught up on the timeline. Um, right. and then B, I don't even know what timeline we're in. Yeah, well, and that's that's the whole thing with the multiverse is you don't know what timeline you're on in some of these movies. So, right, uh, and we don't know which Kang's gonna pop up now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so there's just a lot of things going on. So let's let's move on from that a little bit. Um, let's let's jump back into the park. So. D23 announced Jollywood Nights, their gold member exclusive extra events are going to be November 27th and 29th this year. Um, Jollywood Nights is the new offering at Hollywood Studios um, during the Christmas season. And this is just an extra icing on top for D23 gold members. Um, with your... Da, 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 da. With your extra $20 um, plus $3 processing fee per ticket, you get, I don't even know. Exclusive nighttime spectacular and uh, fa -la, la la lounge at Pizza Rizzo. Ooh. So, I mean, you put fa -la, la la in front of lounge. I mean, that's just special. I know, I know. So... $20 extra for D23 members, and you get all that. Um, go over to Disney Parks blog for the newest um, updates on the Disney Treasure. Uh, they have added the Stern characters, which are Peter Pan and Hook, which are pretty cool. You can check out all the photos over there. While we're talking about Disney Cruise Line, they are getting ready to debut the... I don't even know what they're calling them. Disney Band Plus on the cruise ships um it is going to be on the fantasy starting july 29th where there will be um offerings that will light up your magic band pluses there so just expanding that universe into disney cruise lines um here's a good one and this one this is one i'll uh i'll kind of refer to you on a little bit mirrors connect and sunshine flyer are merging Merge. yeah. yeah so what what are your thoughts on that kind of worried because right now the only thing keeping them affordable is the competition with each other yeah so i mean here i gotta believe it so sunshine flyer when disney got rid of the the Magical Express, the contract with Mears, all of a sudden Sunshine Flyer just popped up out of nowhere. And for the first year, I hardly saw Sunshine Flyer buses. I did make a mental note when I was just recently down there last month 
there were a lot more Sunshine Flyer buses rolling in. And so I think this is a hostile takeover by Mears, who just made the owner of Sunshine Flyer a deal they couldn't refuse. Yeah. So you can call it a merger, but I think it's really Mears Connect, because obviously Mears is a much larger company than this Sunshine Flyer thing. So I think they rolled in and said, hey, you're starting to chunk away our business. We're buying you. Here's an offer. Let's do this. Does this clear the way for Disney to offer the Magical Express again? Not unless they're talking about... Maybe. I, I mean, it might be a term. But let's put it this way. If Disney were to re-up a contract with Mears Connect, Mears wouldn't have had to spend this money buying Sunshine Flyer because Sunshine Flyer would immediately lose its business. So, yeah. if anything, I think this points to there's not conversations happening between Disney and Mears because Mears is clearly protecting its business interests. If Disney were to recreate a contract with them, then Sunshine Flyer would fall by the wayside and go out of business. No, that makes that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, so it is going to be called Mirrors Connect, powered by Sunshine or something stupid like that. Are we uh, still going to have? Did you see? Are we still going to have train buses? That's the most important thing that our viewers want to know. New service will begin August first. Dedicated hotline. All existing reservations. Mirrors Connect guests will not be impacted. Reservations will be same. Sunshine Flyer guests traveling will receive an email. Link to their original reservation. Confirm all travel instructions. There's nothing on there if the buses are going to be the trains. They should be. See, because... but the way you just worded the way you worded that just confirmed. So no disruption to Mears Connect previous reservations. Sunshine will get new reservation emails. So yes, yeah, Sunshine was aggressively taken over by Mears. Yeah, that's exactly that's what happened. <laughs> There's right. the truth behind the fluff of the story. <laughs> San Francisco Square at Disney California Adventure will officially open on August 31st. I know I'm a month early. Yeah, they um they did the the media event last week, I think, and uh, released a bunch of the treats and the Baymax sipper and all that kind of stuff. So um, Disney Food Blog had a good article on that. So if you want to check that out, go over there. Uh, over in Disneyland Paris, they set a record for the most drones in a show at 1,495. The Bastille Day nighttime spectacular was spectacular. Um, if you haven't checked it out, DLP Report has a great view of the show on their page that you can check out. And it, like I said, it is well worth the watch um i really feel like that is what is coming to epcot in some form or fashion speaking of epcot epcot 100th celebration begins september 22nd and will run through december 31st so just shy just yeah. shy so you know why with d23 being there why would they lay it off two weeks basically that seems like, like, again, it seems like such a missed opportunity. Journey of water, not being ready. That's got to be the only thing. I mean, that's got to be not, it. Yeah. 
it's, it's got to be the timeline that they're projecting because construction barriers are starting to come down um, in various areas around Epcot. Like the whole front area has basically lost its construction barriers at this point. Um, I, I just got to feel it's all about that construction timeline. And I'm still hopeful that it's done when we get down there, but it's sort of like soft launchy. And then during this 100th celebration is when they like do the grand opening of it. Because there's already cast members. Um, they're already doing cast, like the, I don't think they've started yet, but the info for cast previews of the Journey of Water area has gone out to cast members. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and that's supposed to be at the beginning of next month, so. Right, so I think your September 1st is approximately when the soft launch will open of when guests can start going through there, and then they'll do some type of a grand opening thing at the start of the 100th, and so just in case there's any issues, you, you can always slide forward a timeline. You just can't slide back a timeline when you're in customer service. Yeah, yeah. Um, quick, quickly, since that we just ran out on the timer, Disney Junior and Friends Playdate is coming to Disneyland Resort August 18th through 20th. Um, Disney Junior characters, fun stage show, photo ops, treats, and more um, over at Disneyland. A new Indian restu restaurant coming to Disney Springs later this year called Eat by Manit Charan, or Chahan. A modern Indian restaurant over at Disney Springs. Extended evening theme park hours return to Disney's Hollywood Studios in September for guests staying at Disney Deluxe Resorts or Disney Deluxe Villas. September 30th, October 5th, October 11th, October 19th, and October 25th. Good ride list there. And then Disneyland is giving some more nighttime offerings since Fantasmic is guaranteed to be closed through Labor Day now. And that is the Jambalaya Jazz Band featuring Queenie will perform nightly on New Orleans-themed river barge as they float down the rivers of America. Uh, starting Friday, July 21st, three performances each night starting at 7.35. Peter, is there anything at the parks that you're seeing that I'm not? Uh, no, I'm just, yeah, just... Uh... We're, we're rolling out of food and wine or we're rolling into food and wine festival. And, you know, obviously uh, Halloween decorations are going to go up pretty soon. And yeah, I mean, we talk about all this stuff all the time. So, yep. And the, uh, if you are going to D23 this year, the reservations for the two stores for their pin selections are due tomorrow, I think. So if you're planning Are you buying on buying any of those, I'm not. Uh, they seemed overpriced. Yeah. That's so, exactly what I thought. There, I was there was like, no like, there was no like D23 event pins or anything like that. So I was like, yeah, there's there really was nothing. Cool, there was a cool Snow White anniversary pin that I was thinking about getting. Her biting the apple. Yeah. Just because I like the, uh, I like the dwarves underneath the pin. So like that might be all I get. There you go. There you go. Well, that is the news. You know what time it is now. It is top three time. Here we yeah. go. Business trip. Uh, the people move <laughs> it does tingle a little bit. And 
what's going on everybody it's matt with the dpi podcast and it is disney top three time with the dpi guys i've got peter with princesses and the mouse uh disney travel and it almost looked like he was frozen but he blinked so we're good there's no wookie have you found peter the wookie open. yet yeah he's across the room okay don't go get the wookie but at least at he least just moved on me he, he, he was located, because I know you were kind of panicked last week that we did not have a Wookiee in the show, so... <laughs> so we um, have Ewok, Baby Yoda, a Viking, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have been here before, thank you for coming back. If you haven't been here before, Peter and I are going to give you our top three of a randomly selected category um we select the categories out of this bag of poker chips and i've got a spreadsheet that corresponds to these numbers so let's see what we got tonight and we are doing number 19 tonight so number 19 on our spreadsheet will be momentarily a okay this is a good one we we, we like these ones these have been the, the best ones so far the top three changes you would make to Epcot. <laughs> hey, you get 20 seconds. Planning your first trip and getting overwhelmed by all the details? Planning your next trip and just want some new suggestions on things you haven't tried? Contact me at Princess of the Mouse Travel and I'd love to work with you planning your next trip to the most magical place on Earth. You can contact Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel on Facebook at P-A-T-M Disney Travel. All right. We are back. And this, like I said, these are the ones that I feel like we, we, we come up with the best ideas on. Because I can see, I can see the little squirrel going in your brain. Um, mine's been, mine's been moving all 20 seconds. So you want to start or you want me to start? Uh, I feel like we've done something. Oh, maybe it was just like top three things you would do. And I already know what your number one's going to be. So I'm going to stay away from it. Um, at least I think you start that way. It, if you, it doesn't come up. I will grab what I am already thinking as my number one. All right, you start. Okay. So my number three is, um, retheming the three Caballeros ride. <laughs> I, I love I love Donald and and his couple of buddies, but Disney, you have an opportunity with Coco here. Take the opportunity. You're doing it with every other pavilion. Retheme it to Coco and let the crowds pour into that ride just like they do Frozen Ever After, just like they do Ratatouille, and just milk that. It just gives another great ride. I mean, you don't have to change a lot. You already got the structure. You already got the boats. You got screens back there already. A lot of it can stay very similar to what it is to keep that heritage of the ride. Incorporate Coco, and you've got another top-tier ride at Epcot. So that is my number three. Peter, what is your number three? I'm going to stick with the ride theme. I had this listed, and I might have made it one or two, but because you started bringing up rides, I'm going to go ahead and stick with the ride theme in my number three. I feel in World Showcase... <clears throat> Now, granted, a lot of what World Showcase has going for it is cultural celebration. But really, before the add-in of Ratatouille, the retheme of Frozen, and the add-in of Guardians of the Galaxy, 
Epcot was very attraction light. Um, now, again, a lot of what Epcot has going for it is the festivals and the cultural celebration. But I really, if I were chief of all of this, I would very much consider in the UK putting in a Winnie the Pooh ride, in Germany putting in a Snow White ride, in China putting in a Mulan ride, you know, going around World Showcase. And I'm not saying do all of those things, but World Showcase specifically could really use one or two more ride attractions that pull people in, especially somewhere like Germany, getting a Snow White ride in there. There has got to be physical real estate back there behind those shops and areas to the right of the, um, I just lost the name of it, um, to the right of the, the summer best restaurant um, back there. What's the name of it? Uh, the Oktoberfest restaurant. Yeah, Oktoberfest. <laughs> that's, that's the name of it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, anyway. That, I was like, all I was coming up with was Oktoberfest. I was like, oh, <laughs> um, anyway, so I feel like putting in, especially Germany, with it being where it is in the World Showcase, would really pull people in and get them back because then now you're going to be near Italy and you're moving back past China because the rides that are in World Showcase are great, but they're right at the perimeter, right? Like you come yeah. into World Showcase and you get three Caballeros and Frozen, and then on the other side, there's nothing in UK or Canada, but France is still pretty close with Ratatouille. So getting something back in Germany would be really great to kind of pull some people in for attractions and would give you more attractions as you work your way through World Showcase. So Mulan in China, Winnie the Pooh over, you know, literally pick the Winnie the Pooh ride up out of Magic Kingdom and put it in the UK. Yeah. Well, right. and, and, and rework that for something over in Magic Kingdom. And and to your point, Germany and Japan already have show boxes in the back. Right. So they're already ready for rides because there was supposed to be a ride in Germany. There was supposed to be a boat ride in Germany. And there was supposed to be a Matt Fuji roller coaster in Japan that never came to right. fruition. So they already have the areas for them. It's just... Oh, right. So... Big Hero 6. Exactly. Make a Big Hero 6 something in Japan and make, right, because San Francisco, Tokyo, yes, I understand we're merging, but we'll take the Tokyo side of it. And because, right? But yeah. Put a Big Hero 6 <laughs> ride in Japan and put, uh, <laughs> put a Snow White ride in Germany. And now you have two things on both sides of America that will draw people into the backside of World Showcase. That's my number three. It was long. It was drawn out. It might have been my number one, but I'll I'll go with number three because yes, Epcot needs a couple more rides. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get to our number twos. And before we get to our number twos, if you have an idea for top three uh, for Peter and I, go over to the website, uh, patmdisneytravel.wixsite.com forward slash planning. Up in the top right corner, there is an information box. You can put in your idea for a top three over there it'll get emailed to us and we will integrate it into our spreadsheet for the show um so yeah it's a great way to contact us and while you're there go ahead and fill out one of those vacation planning forms um great time to book travel right now especially if you're looking for winter this year 
If you're looking for spring and summer next year, great time to start booking that travel. Get that $200 and get your hotel locked up and, and travel with Princesses and the Mouse. All right. Yeah, I just had a couple. I booked three vacations over the last four days. So, and they're all go. in 2024 and they're all mid 2024 to the end of 2024. Yeah. You, you think it's too early, but hey, you want to budget, you want to make payments. This is a great time to get the thing booked and start setting aside two, three hundred bucks a month. And the great thing about that is if a deal comes out or something like that, we're going to, we're going to, put those deals against your trip and see what works out for you to where we can save you more money as well. So it's, it's never too early to book. Well, unless you're trying to book for 2025 and they haven't released it yet, but no, get your, get your bookings in today. And I have to put this in here because of one client that I saw, we can book bounce backs now. As long as it's within a week of your departure date, we can book bounce backs now. So call us directly if you're wanting to do a bounce back and we can get you taken care of. So definitely want to put that out there because that's something prior to COVID that we couldn't do. So, okay, getting into number two. So number number two for me, I really, 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 really want a refresh of Spaceship Earth. Um, it was, it was supposed to be done and they have the technology to really upgrade a very classic ride and they haven't been able to do it. Whether it's money, whether it's time, whatever it is, they haven't been able to do it. I really think it's a great idea to put some investment into that because again, like we're talking about with the rides in our, in our third ideas, another quality ride gets people out of the main thoroughfares and really opens up that park spaceship earth is a great ride as it is right now and it has the potential to be spectacular make that first screen a little bit more tolerable when you first get up there with the saber tooth tiger and the mastodon you know that kind of stuff You've got the technology, Disney. Put it in this this ride and make it better. So, so my number two is upgrades to Spaceship Earth. Peter, where are you going with your number two? Yeah, or even just like put pads on the seats in the ride vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> You're freaking sitting on hard plastic for ten minutes. Um, I don't know. I am a I. I love Spaceship Earth, so I don't know if I want anything done to it outside of little stuff like what I just said. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I'm going to go with, for, for my number two, I am going to go back to World Showcase because I love World Showcase. Um, there is definitely room to add in another country or maybe even two. Um, in between Morocco and France, there is an extensive walkway that just has plants behind it. It has been rumored over and over and over again that Brazil was coming in there. And that would be amazing because there really isn't any South America aspect into World Showcase. There's a bunch of Europe. And I'm going to even double down on that. Expand the African outpost and actually make it about African culture. Yes. Because African outpost is 
some drums in a coke zone and a couple of like artisans that are making some tribal African items. And then there's a refreshment stand. That's really just a festival booth. Like (laughs) give me like, give me some South America. There's a spot between Morocco and France, as I said, and then actually take the African outpost and turn it into something that celebrates the continent and the peoples of Africa, as opposed to this gimmicky little wayfair that I just stop by if they have a good beer during a festival. <laughs> and I my mean, kids it, bang for a few minutes. And, and here's, here's another great IP um, idea, because, again, you don't have a South American country. Make it Colombia. Make the building look like the Encanto. And you got a great you got a great tie in to the movies and something that kids are gonna recognize as they go through World Showcase. You know, I think Epcot is is becoming more and more widespread kid friendly. You know, prior prior to Frozen it was one of those parks that people were like, ah, it's not the best for kids. And then Frozen happened, and then uh, Ratatouille happened, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, this is a great park for kids. You got some more opportunities there um, to really bring in more of a family-friendly park. So, yep. you know, that that's great. That was one of the things that I had, I had thought about is... Yeah. That Brazil thing has been on the table for years and years right, and years. But make it something Central America, and then yeah, like you said, make it make it South American themed. You don't even have to call it a specific country, but then yeah, throw in a, the, the casita from Encanto, and yeah, yeah, that would be remarkable. If especially if you could like do your magic band and like cause the windows and doors to like interact with you and. And whatever else, like, that would be really cool. You know, kind of what Universal does with the Harry Potter ones. Yeah. Shannon just put three great ones up in the chat. But we'll get to our number one because it's not going to hit my number one. I'll see if it hits your number one here in a second. So let's go ahead. Let's get into our number ones here. Um, And before we get into our number ones, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, Facebook just... Send me a Facebook message and we'll chat back and forth and we'll set up a time to talk. And then um, once we get that going, you know, I I just talked to a client earlier today and they had reached out via Facebook. And then I got a call. And at the end of that call, I say, hey, just start texting me. Um, But before I just start throwing my phone number around everywhere, let's (laughs) let's make sure that we're serious and that we want to get to the point where we have a phone conversation with one another to book a vacation. Um, But yeah. Just, uh, just reach out to me. As I said, 2024, I'm starting to book into 2024. And, yeah, it's uh, it's it's going. It's going. So get on there and become one of my regular clients before, you know, like I've said, I've, I'm a high school teacher by trade, and this is a hobby. And so at some point, I'm going to reach saturation of what I can do. So uh, get on here because I have a lot of expertise and a lot of knowledge, and I'd love to help you. But at some point, I'm going to start turning people away and be like, eh, sorry, I can't help you. And then you can <laughs> have a person that reads reviews and watches our shows versus actually lived it. 
And if he can't say he can't help you, I'll help you. Um, he'll he'll just put you over to me, and I've got some Disney knowledge as well. Um, That's true. So, Matt's, Matt's getting more and more involved in the uh, in the travel side of things. That is true. <laughs> All right. So my number one, I brought it up when we talked about the what will we change as Disney Parks director. Epcot needs a parkfront hotel. <laughs> that is such 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 like, an opportunity i'll leave it for him i'll <laughs> leave it for him now i gotta think of a number one so take your time no this is this has been just one of those things it's it's come up a couple of times in the rumor mill but i just think it's such a great idea to be able to incorporate the monorail and the view of spaceship earth and, and all that kind of stuff at um the front of the park with a hotel that you can wake up, you can walk down to the back lobby and walk into Epcot. It just it just makes for such a cool thing. You know, Disneyland Paris has it at the front of their uh, land park, and it's it's such a beautiful hotel, and it really frames that entrance. And when you think about people that are parking at Epcot, yeah. One of the cool things that you can see is Spaceship Earth as you're coming in, but you could build the hotel in a way to where it frames out Spaceship Earth for the people that are coming in from the parking area and that kind of thing to where it's not... Put the hotel lobby low yeah, and then put two towers up left and right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just like frame it out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, would, it would look awesome. It just, I, I think there's such a great opportunity yeah. there. You got another lobby deluxe. is the front entry gate with restaurants and everything else like that. Yeah. And then big towers. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. You can even run the monorail through on that right-hand side. You can run it through like contemporary does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's such, it's such a cool opportunity for that park. Um, and again, Nobody asked me for these ideas, but Disney, if you're out there and you're listening, this is a great idea, and I'd love to help you with it. Well, it's the uh, same like with Grand. We there is no hotel at Disney World that direct enters a park. Grand Californian does. Yeah. Disney World does not have a direct park entry hotel. Grand Californian, you can straight out walk out of the lobby and be right by whatever it's like big bear rapids or whatever it's their log ride or yeah. it's their um inner the tube ride. Ride. yeah yeah like it would make so much sense and you know how fast that hotel would book up with all of the couples and anniversary celebrators and dinks and everything else retirees like that would become the end-all be-all hotel for those people to book exactly exactly so peter what is your number one well, I had to shift off, so um, because I did, I had to add front hotel because I'm like, okay, we're definitely in the top three is at a front hotel, um, and I didn't want. So I am gonna go. Something has to be done. I think the land pavilion is wonderful. Soren is great. Living with the land is is a great change of pace ride. Something has to be done about to the left and the right of the land pavilion. The Nemo ride is a joke of all jokes and the aquarium that is inside of that building is so overlooked even though it's remarkable 
because it is overshadowed by the Nemo ride being a joke of a joke. And on the flip side, Figment is in such disrepair that you talked earlier about the technology that Disney has now. It is time. Keep the Figment ride. Keep the ride vehicles. Keep the theming of the ride and the general idea of journeying through the senses. Overhaul that ride and get it fixed and get it more visually stunning. And to the left of that, use that dang building that is just essentially an afterthought. The You go over to that side of the park to ride Living with the Land and soar in and enjoy that, and then you get the hell out of there. Yeah. Because everything else over there is a complete waste of time. And you want to talk about space that's available, there's tons of space between the Figment Building and the Living with the Land Pavilion to put in more attractions. There is so much that you can do with the Nature Land, I think is what they're calling it, right? Is yes, it, world yeah, nature. The, yeah, world nature. Thank you. <clears throat> there is so much that can be done in ripping and gutting and overhauling world nature. It, it needs to be done. It, I don't care what it looks like, how you want to do it, but it, it needs to be done. Um, and so that I will make that my number one. World nature. It's great that they put in the journey of water but it's still, you're gonna come through the journey of water and you're still gonna be confronted with a dilapidating figment ride and a Nemo ride that is just an absolute joke. <laughs> it, it, is, it is a joke. Like, All right, so I'm gonna go part in the interruption style because I know you gotta jump off, you got a client call going on. So uh, the correction to the restaurant in Germany is Biergarten. Thank you. <laughs> it just I'm popped like, into it's my not head. Called Fest. I can't remember what the heck it's All right. And Shannon's idea is update the technology for soaring, add a tea, a tea party dining experience in the UK that's either Alice in Wonderland or Mary Poppins, or and add an updated end scene to Spaceship Earth. Those are her three. If you guys sure. have a top three, send it to us. It was great seeing you guys again this week. Join us again next week, and we will see you on Tuesday night. Bye now. Hey, what's going on? We have Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel join us tonight. Uh, we talked a little bit about what does a Disney buyout look like, and our top three was about what changes you would make to Epcot. Disney Travel for the Travel site. On Twitter, we are at Disney Insights. On Instagram and threads, at Princesses on the Mouse. And on YouTube, you're watching us. Hi.
Thank you guys all for watching, listening, liking, sharing, commenting, everything that you guys do. You guys have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye now.